Pittsburgh and Blood and Faith.com. It's 19 November 2023. I listened to a little bit of the uh, War Room podcast this morning, and I appreciate the fact that Steve Bannon always has on uh, uh, snippets from the opposition, snippets from the Antichrist forces. I, I promised you I wasn't going to call them the left anymore. The Antichrist forces. And they portray... Any movement of American democracy, any movement of the American people, any movement of what the people want is being against democracy. They are the high priests of the cult. These MSNBC paid propagandists, paid actors, they're paid actors. They're making a half a million bucks a year. They're paid actors. And they go on air and they got their faux outrage. And basically, they're outraged that the American public can see what happened on January 6th. Outraged. Outraged that there should be a public record of what happened on January 6th. Outraged that anybody can see what happened. Because, well, we might come to a different conclusion than they did. They're outraged that Trump might be able to get on the ballot. Because, after all, he might win. They're outraged that Trump has a different foreign policy than they do, because after all, they might lose control. There's no semblance whatsoever of, hey, you know what, this is, this is a way for the people to speak and, and, and choose their own leadership and to choose the, uh, the policies that they want to pursue as a country, as a nation. No, they own it. They own it, and they are the protectors of their cult. They own it. They are the safe guardians of the cult they are the safe guardians of whatever they want to call it. They call it democracy. Democracy is a sham when you have paid actors up there lying through their teeth about January 6th and the stolen election of 2020, pretending to be horrified that the American people actually might have a say in what they're going to do. And this goes back ages. This goes back generations. It's just in your face these days. There's this whole idea that we need an, an, an elite uh, technical governing committee that can, can make the quote-unquote right decisions. I'll, I'll tell you your right decisions that you got. You got trainees in grade school. You got free homosexual marriage that nobody voted for, for nobody asked for. You've got utterly open borders, and nobody's talking about that. And I could go on and on and on, and I have. I have here at Blood and Faith. I've gone on and on and on. We didn't, we didn't make these policies. We didn't vote for this stuff. And the people are fed up. We're fed up with this nonsense. We're fed up with the idea that, that this elite, small minority group that owns the press, that owns the universities, that owns the uh, public school teachers' unions, that increasingly own the court systems and the bar associations and the attorneys and both political parties, they will tell you what your decision's going to be. And if you don't do it, you're against democracy. And you're a threat to democracy, and you're a threat to this country, you're a threat to the Constitution, you're a threat to uh, all that's good and right in the world. And it's lies. And it's utter lies. And they're, they're, in a way, they're desperate, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you flat out, this is more than a tweak that, that we're in. This is more than a, a tweak of an election. Oh, let's, let's get Trump in at 2024. Listen, this, this is a war. This is your civil war. And if they beat people on the steps of the Capitol, meaning the federal police and the state police and, and, the, and the Capitol police, if they've got their agents in there lying through their teeth to throw people in jail, 
if they're shooting people in mass shootings or arranging for mass shootings to happen through various means, if they're getting us in wars overseas to distract us from what's going on at home, if they're covering up and hiding the facts about the COVID vaccine and lying to us about the COVID vaccine, do you really think there's any place at which they're going to stop and say, you know, we can't do this anymore. It's wrong. It's legal. It's lying. It's deceptive. It's manipulation. It's control. It's a tyranny. It's a dictatorship. No, the answer is no, there's not. They're not going to stop. They're not going to stop magically on November uh, 2024 when Trump wins the next election. They're not going to stop. They're trying to keep him from from the, the being on the ballot right now. You think Antifa is going to go away? You think BLM's going to go away? Oh, BLM. Oh, yeah. You know that was that thing back from 2020. You know they had. You know they were they're mostly peaceful protests, buddy. They're not going away. Pay attention to Atlanta. Pay attention to what they're doing in Atlanta. They're getting more sophisticated in their training, more sophisticated in their tactics, more sophisticated in their communication, more sophisticated in their organization. And what is the what is that? What do the Christian forces do? I'm, I'm pissed at the church this morning. I'm telling you. It's one more sermon on how to have a happy life, one more sermon on forgiveness, one more sermon on uh, the joy of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Am I mocking them? Yeah, I am mocking them. I'm mocking them. We've turned this thing into an internal uh, morality and, 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 and personal spiritual pursuit. We've truncated 98% of the gospel so that it's no longer offensive to the Antichrist forces. Oh yes, keep preaching about being forgiven. Keep preaching about going to heaven. Keep preaching about the joy of the Spirit. Keep preaching your 14-part series on the, the, the tribulation and the rapture. <laughs> what a waste of pulpit time. What a waste of pulpit time. Okay, here's the bottom line. You keep preaching this stuff, and, and the kids and grandkids of your parishioners, parishioners are going to go to public schools and learn how to be trannies and homos. And they're going to learn what a crock the Bible is. And they're going to learn that a 14-step program it helps you just as much or more as is the parables of Jesus. I'm telling you guys, and the generation after generation, your congregation, your bloodline goes to hell. Because the pastors in the pulpits have backed down. They said none of this stuff matters. It doesn't matter. Politics doesn't matter. Uh, uh, the, the state doesn't matter. Secular affairs don't matter. Uh, Caesar will have Caesar, and we'll keep our little 1% between the ears and below the skull cap and above, above the, the, the tongue. And, and we're going to talk about, oh, how, how you can feel better after you've had your divorce. How you can... Uh, Start a small business by planting uh, peas in your back. I mean, who knows what they're talking about? But there's nobody out there saying that Jesus Christ is literally Lord of the United States of America and he's in charge and his rule, his law, his Ten Commandments are above the, the Constitution of the United States. Nobody's saying that. Nobody's saying we have to build Christian nations. Nobody's talking about that. Oh, we're satisfied. We're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna have our little happy club, our little clapping club on a little Sunday morning, and oh, we're gonna praise Jesus and thank Jesus because we live in a free country because we can have our drums beating loud. We turn the music so loud that nobody can even think. And the kids and the grandkids and the great grandkids of your parishioners are gonna go to these public schools. They're gonna go to hell because they're taught that everything you teach is a bunch of happy 
happy smack. And they're going to be taught that, that, that they're trannies and homos. I, I'm, I'm just trying to get to the bottom line of this. Oh, and we're all one people, we're all one nation. If you don't open up the borders, you're racist, you're xenophobic. And Jesus would never be racist or xenophobic. Oh, no, he would let in the whole world. He let in the whole world. And you sit there and you lie through omission and commission. And the country goes to hell. Oh, well, that's Old Testament stuff. I don't, no, 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 no. This is Jesus Christ. Fifth commandment, honor your ancestors. Honor your ancestors. Fifth commandment. Matthew chapter 15, 1 through 9. Okay, and you substitute your man-made traditions for the fifth commandment, which says you honor your ancestors. You don't call them racist. You don't call them xenophobic. Jesus Christ was very clear. He said, I only came for the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And I got more to say about that. I got a lot more to say about who the house of Israel is. We're just getting warmed up on this stuff. It's not these identity thieves who call themselves Jews. These Jews, they're identity thieves. They call themselves Jews, and yet they're 100% anti-Christ. They fit the biblical definition of anti-Christ in 1 John 2, 1 John 4, and 2 John 7. They're literally anti-Christ. Jesus Christ called them the children of the devil, and he called them the synagogue of Satan. And you won't do that. You'll get up there and you'll bow down and you'll grovel before the anti-Christ Jew, pastor, preacher. Because you don't want to be called anti-Semitic. Because you get the fear of man in you. Not the fear of Jesus Christ. you got more fear of the Antichrist than of Jesus Christ. And you wonder why our country is going to hell. Because the pastors are empty. The pulpits are empty. they got nothing to say but happy talk. And you go to your little clapping club on Sunday morning. Oh, let's clap for Jesus. Oh, let's raise our hands and do a little dance. And the pastor gets up there and he talks about stuff that have no effect on the world. And that's why the salt is flavorless. It's been cast out. It's been trampled under the feet of men. I'm telling you. You know this is true. You know this is true. Our country's gone to hell because the pulpits are empty. Some of you, you need to, you need to, some of you need to rise up. You need to replace your, you fire your pastor. Don't, don't even go to another church. Forget that. They're, they're, go fire your pastor. You be the preacher. You be the preacher. Something's got to change. Okay, and you're not changing the devil. You're not changing Satan. Satan's got his role to play. The church of the devil's got the, their role to play. Where is the church? I, I, listen, I had to, I had to change. I, Fritz Bergen had to change. Keep waiting, waiting. You, you play your part. You play by the rules. You do all the right thing, and the country goes to hell around you. And then, and then you wake up one morning and say, I can't keep silent anymore. And so you speak, and you open up your mouth, and you speak. And guess what? <laughs> Why should anybody be surprised if the children of the devil come after you? And if you're a preacher out there and the children of the devil aren't coming after you, my question to you is, why not? I'll speak for myself because I'm not any better than the next person out there. You play by the rules. You do the right thing. And the end result is the salt has no flavor. You got no flavor. Fritz Bergen had no flavor. I can open up my mouth and say the things that the Antichrist was completely happy with me saying. But if I open up my mouth and say the things that the Antichrist didn't want me to say, well, now I got a problem. Now I got congressmen after me, and senators after me, and the ADF after me, and Jewish employees after me, and trade unions after me, employee unions after me, 
Uh, newspapers after me, <laughs> locally, nationally, internationally. Because you know what? I opened my mouth up and I said what Jesus Christ says in the Holy Scriptures. Things that outrage the synagogue of Satan. Satan has a rule. He has one main rule. Don't acknowledge that I exist. Don't acknowledge that I have my own children in my own synagogue. He hates that. He hates when you point out that the devil has babies, Satan's little babies, and he has his own synagogue. And Jesus Christ identified who these people are. That's the number one rule. Don't, identify, don't acknowledge that I actually have uh, live human beings that work their will in this world. And they're called... John 8, 44, Jesus Christ, in context, looks at these people who call themselves Jews. They, they said, the Bible says they're Jews. And Jesus Christ looks at them. And this is a, 39 through 31 through 59, John chapter 8. He says, you are of your father, the devil. He says, if you were really of Abraham's seed, you would believe in me and you would follow me. But you're not. And these Jews in John chapter 8, they acknowledge that they're not Jacob's sons. They acknowledge that they're not Jacob's sons. Explicitly, they acknowledge they're not Jacob's sons. They said, we've never been enslaved, ever been enslaved. Therefore, that excludes them from being the sons of Israel. You got the same situation today. You got these people out there that claim they're Jews because their ancestors, 1,500 years ago, well, let's see, not quite that, 1,400 years ago, 1,300 years, whatever, over a 1,000 years ago, they converted to the Talmud in Khazaria in 7 800s. And said, okay, we're Jews now. We're Jews now. Now we're Jews. These are European Jews. <clears throat> they're identity thieves. They're frauds. They're Satan's synagogue. They're just as much the, in fact, they're twice the sons of hell that the original Pharisees were. Jesus Christ said, he said, y'all go out and you travel land and sea to make one convert and you make them twice the sons of hell that you already are. Jesus Christ taught that the, that, the, that the Pharisees went out there, they converted foreign peoples to the Talmud. That's what Jesus Christ taught. You don't believe that? We live in a day and age of trannies, and, 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 and you think you're brave because you'll stand up and say, a boy can't be a girl, and a girl can't be a boy. How come you can't stand up and say, that just because somebody calls himself a Jew doesn't mean they're a Jew? How come you can't say that? Jesus Christ said that. He said, you're of your father the devil. If you're really Abraham, he, he recognized that biologically they were from, they were from Abraham. But they weren't from Jacob. They admitted it out of the house. We're not from Jacob. We're not from Israel. John chapter 8. And he says, you are of your father the devil. Later on, he tells the Pharisees, the people that they go out and convert people. He says, you make foreign converts and you make them twice the sons of hell that you already are. Day of Pentecost is proof that many foreign peoples became Jews. When they said, we hear these people preaching in our native tongue. They weren't the sons of Israel. Esther said many peoples joined themselves to the Jews because of the fear of the Jews. And you look today, you got a Donald Trump's uh, daughter, Ivanka, becoming a Jew. Does that make her a Jew? Does that make her a daughter of Israel? No, it does not. The sons of Edom, Esau, converted and become Talmudic Jews. King Herod was a was a King King Herod was from Esau. There's a reason Jesus Christ stayed up north in Galilee. He didn't want to go into the land of the Jews, the land of the Esau, Talmudic Jews. And we sit here and we grovel before these identity thieves. We grovel before the, the they're identity thieves. They're frauds. 
They've stolen the name of Israel. They're not of Israel. They're literally antichrist. They're the devil's children. They run the world. They run the world. 96% of the press in the United States is owned by Jews. Then you go look at these big companies like BlackRock run by the Jews. You look at the United States government run by the Jews. You look at the, the, a certain department. And the Jews can get together and write a letter to the head guy who happens to be a Jew. He said, hey, we're Jews. You're Jew. Fire this, <laughs> fire this guy. We don't like him. <laughs> hey, church, you're going to have to get out of your little Christianese stuff. You're going to have to get out of your little happy, happy talk, your little clapping club. You're going to have to say things that outrage Satan in his synagogue. You're going to have to recognize that Satan has babies and he has his own synagogue. And then your name will show up on the front page of your local newspaper. And you're going to be called a hate preacher and a hate. Get used to it. Wake up. This is what it's going to require. Oh, I don't like that. I'm going to lose my congregation. God's called me to a ministry and I'll just, I will lose my effectiveness. You really think Stephen lost his effectiveness because he was martyred? You really think Jesus Christ lost his effectiveness because he was martyred? You really think Peter uh, stood up and said, you know what, I can't say this in front of the Jews because they'll kill me and then I'll lose my ministry? I'm embarrassed for my, my, my preachers. I'm embarrassed for my, my pastors. I'm embarrassed for my church. I'm embarrassed for, for us. Uh, and I'm, I'm not any better. I'm telling you, I'm not any better. I'm not any better. I came to this very late in life. Took me a while to figure it out. Took me a while to grow a pair. I ain't any better than anybody else out there. But I'm telling you, we got to change. You go back and you read what you, you wonder why they hate the white race? Oh, we're just getting started on the white race. We're just getting started on the white race. There's a hatred from the white, for, the, for the white race that goes right back to Genesis 3.15. The hatred for the white race is the seed of the woman, the seed of the serpent. It is the white race. It is the Europeans that become Christendom. <laughs> the Europeans become Christendom. And the hatred towards the Europeans goes right back to Genesis 3.15 because we become Christendom, we become the chosen people of God. We become those who worship Jesus Christ. And the seed of the serpent wants to destroy the European race, the vestiges of Christendom. Fact. Come on, preacher. You got a lot of preacher, bro. Oh, that's going to offend some other people. Dude, you ever read about this dude, this guy named Jesus Christ? You ever read about him? Tell me when he tried to avoid offending people. He was very happy to offend his own 12. Very happy. He says, he says listen, he says, turns around, he looks at all of his followers, hundreds of them. He says, you got to eat my flesh and you got to eat, drink my blood. <laughs> they turn around. They said, you, dude, you're crazy. You're out of your gourd. He turns around, he looks at the 12. He said, you want to leave too? Go on, get Go on, get. <clears throat> Go on. Offending people is not something that bothers Jesus Christ, and it shouldn't bother the preacher. And here we'll, we'll go on. We'll go on a 15-day 15, 15 sermon on how to quit smoking cigarettes. 
and yet we get the synagogue we give the synagogue of Satan a pass. We give the devil's Satan's little babies a pass and we tell the church to worship Satan's children. <clears throat> Look, you're going to need to roll over and you're going to be part of the whore, part of the beast, part of the antichrist, which you already are right now because you give them a pass. You tell the congregation, hey, they're God's chosen people. When Jesus Christ says they're the children of the devil. In the church, the sheep don't know what to do. The sheep says, okay, listen, that's what the preacher man said. I, I guess I'll do what the preacher man said. And our, our country, generation by generation, year by year now, goes to hell. We're in a war. We're in a civil war. We're in another civil war. But you're going to have to get out of your clapping clubs to make a difference. You're going to have to make hard choices on, on, on whether or not you will say literally what Jesus Christ said, or you're going to give into the synagogue of Satan. I don't want to be controversial. I don't want to get involved in politics. You can't find a man in the Bible that wasn't involved in politics. Stating that abortion is murder is a political statement. Stating that homosexual marriage is, is illegal and, and immoral in the eyes of God is a political statement. Saying that trannies in grade school is the, is, the, is the abuse of children is a political statement. Quoting Jesus Christ in John 8, 44 is a political statement. Saying that Jesus Christ is Lord is the ultimate political statement. People went to the cross because of that. They became... They became Roman candles in the Colosseum because it said Jesus Christ is Lord. Go look it up. Look it up. Here are these people. They say there's another king besides Caesar. And that's what I say. There's another king besides the Constitution. There's another king besides the rhinos and the Republicans. There's another king besides this false God called democracy. And it's called Jesus Christ. He's got a law that's eternal. It's called the Ten Commandments. That needs to come out of your mouths in the pulpits. I'm trying to ignite a weapon of mass disruption, destruction called the Christian pulpit. We're not going to win this thing unless the church wakes up and gets involved. At best, they're asleep. I've spent a lot of time in D.C. over the last two years, living there. Not there now, but I lived there for at least a year. Every stinking church every single stinking church out there has got a rainbow flag in front of it these are anti these are judeo-christian churches judaism is anti-christ don't ever let that term come out of your mouth i've said it i've said it i repented of that judaism is anti-christ judeo-christian is anti-christ christian and you got these Judeo-Christian churches out there with the homosexual flag out front and Black Lives Matter posters out front. They serve a different God. They serve a different king. Oh, I don't want to stir up controversy. I, I just want to have my little church. Dude, you don't have a church. You got a clapping club. And you make no difference in society. Uh, 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 the, the proof of our activity is in, in the condition of our society. We're salt with all flavor. We've been tossed out and trampled under the feet of men. And they'll trot out some little Judeo-Christian pastor 
They're a wolf in sheep's clothing. They're cowards. They're traitors. They're of the fraternity of Judas Iscariot. They're of the fraternity of Judas Iscariot. Time for change, church. Fritzberger and bloodandfaith.com.